0: Hey, this
1: is your name, your name,
0: your name. And, uh, they say it ain't 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 easy. Gang Green. Gang Green. Have their man. Jets got themselves a great Robert Sala. Robert Sala. Talk about all gas, no brake, The great one. We're not talking about effort on the field.
2: We're talking about the process at which we do things. I'm not gonna lie to you. Hurry up! Hurry up! Hurry up! Keep your foot on the pedal. Base, 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 base. There's no way I'm not gonna have enthusiasm on the sideline. Hey, own this run! Own this run! The
1: New York Jets We beat anybody in the world, and I think we're gonna win next Sunday.
3: and welcome to the latest edition of the Ain't Easy Being Green podcast, broadcasting to you live from beautiful, amazing, picturesque Crystal Lake Studios in Putnam Valley, New York. My name is Keith Farrell. I'm joined, as always, by my colleague and co-host, the number one Jet fan in the state of Texas, Michael Lagaris, everybody. Yeah, baby, what's up? And you see him in the top right corner. You know him, you love him. Ten different statues of him on the Marist campus, the greatest tight end in college football history, the big Wookiee, Nicholas Kronk what is going on everybody i told you wookie every week every week i'm adding to that intro bro it's another every accolade. Week, i love it i'm building it up every week for you all right guys we also got ryan with us the fourth member of the quartet the number one high school football coach in the nation my cousin sammy sammy o'hare thank you for joining us
1: jet nation what's up everyone
3: and we got a very special guest you have not heard from our boy since before free agency award-winning video journalist and hard to tell podcast he's on sny he's on the new york post pittsburgh alum dexter henry in the building dexter what's up
2: What's up, man? Good to be back. Glad to be back with you guys saw some Jets football. Should be fun.
3: Yeah, man. We're going to go through the schedule. We know you guys love that. Before we do that, Dexter, the draft just popped off last week. We talked to you before free agency. Yeah. Also, there's a lot to get to here. We're going to try to cram it in real quick. Um, before the free agency, you were saying you didn't think the Jets would go make a giant splash with any of these guys. You were correct. Basically, mm-hmm. the, the big most money they spent was on Tomlinson. But before we get to that, this draft, more cleared from the draft, Dexter. And Jet fans see all these different networks and talking heads and experts talking about how well the jets did in a draft we're not used to that we're not used to how that feels sauce all these different great <laughs> players that we got when you saw what unfolded with the draft and the final uh the final tally of the players they got did you give the jets an a a grade like everyone else were you pleased with the jets and were you, do you think the direction they're going makes a lot of sense
2: yeah i i finished off with it giving them an a minus i i don't think it could have gone much better and it's funny because mike hit me up and mike was excited about the draft and i was like i think this is a good draft um, i think they did a really good job that night i was working that night at SNY and with some people on my team we were talking about what we thought dads could do and who they might um target and so i was very intrigued by sauce gardner as everybody knows here i'm a university of pittsburgh alum uh Rivas and i were at school at the same time uh, at least overlapped at the end obviously the, one of the best Jets defensive players in the history. Absolutely. Uh, one of the best cornerbacks of all time. If Sauce could be anything close to him, and I, I really hate it because people are putting that pressure on him. If he can be anything close to him, the pressure for me, him is like, his name is Sauce. Right? <laughs> he came out with the bling, the chain, everything, yeah. the sick drip. He's He's got to live up to that, yeah. right, guys? But I think that was a pick you had to make there. Um, then to, you know, then to get the receiver from Ohio State uh, at 12, excuse me, at 10, yeah, Wilson, um, yep. I was like, I thought they they addressed the need. Mike, I know you wanted them to get a receiver in free agency. I know that's something we wanted. Uh, we heard them in the Tyreek Hill talks, all of that. I think to get a speed receiver, another weapon for Zach Wilson, there was huge. Um, then the trade with the Giants to get back in the first round at the end of the first round. See, that's what gave me the A minus right there. The first round was fantastic. Crazy. Um, to take Johnson, the, the, the edge rusher out of Florida State, who I really am high on, and I think that was a good pick. To do that is fine. Then you go add Brees Hall. And I talked to Steve Serby about with Brees about this on Sunday. And the Jets haven't had a franchise back since Curtis Martin was suiting up in New York. So how does Brees the Beast see himself being valuable to this Jets squad?
1: Well, Brees the Beast uh, can be a three-down back who caught 36 balls at Iowa State last season and has scored 50 touchdowns in three years at Iowa State. And Brees the Beast was a second-round pick, as you discuss, as we discussed. But Curtis Martin was a third-round pick. Nick Chubb was a second-round pick. Alvin Kamara was a third-round pick. Dalvin Cook was a second-round pick. So that's why running backs, partly because of their shelf life, and partly
2: because of the fact that wide receivers have taken over the first round. That's why they're devalued now. He's very high in him. It seems like the organization's very high in him with the flexibility there. Um, I think that's good. Also, I like what they did get grabbing, I believe in the fourth round. It was Clement Clemens was in the fourth round, right guys? Yeah. Uh, they got Clemens in the fourth round. Uh, you heard head coach a lot. He's very high on him as well too. From all accounts, I've taught some people around it. He's looked good. Now, if you got him uh, helping him with the edge, I don't know how much he's going to contribute. Yeah. But listen, the Jets haven't had really a good pass rusher. They haven't had anybody who's had double-digit sacks since Mo Salah. Uh, not Mo Salah, excuse me. Um, what Mo Wilkinson. Yeah, yeah. He's confusing my sports. I'm a Liverpool fan. But <laughs> we haven't had that since 2012. That's a long time. That's 10 years, guys. So, look, I like these picks like I said to Mike it's all about you want to see how these things pan out but I think the fact that they address needs and got some high value and we haven't seen that for a long time with the jets I don't see how as a jet fan how you could be mad at this look if three of these guys three hit in some kind of way right and they're impact positive players you hope it's more but if you get three it's a superb draft right you get three yeah. Three guys, and if one of those guys turns out to even be a stud, like I'm talking about a star, top five player at his position, it's a home run. You can't be mad at this draft. I thought the Jets handled a lot of needs, and I think because of their draft, guys, I think that makes their offseason very good. I think coming out of free agency, you were like, oh, okay, they, yeah. they did all right. But I think the draft put it over the top for them, where I'm really looking at it like, This team, if they play tough, like I think they can play under their head coach, I think they can be in a lot of games. They can be competitive. I'm not going to use the P word. I'm not going to say it, guys. But I think they can be competitive, okay? I think that can happen. So I think Jeff fans should be pretty excited from what they saw with the draft in particular.
3: Dexter, let me ask you one more question. Without knowing they were going to get Jermaine Johnson and then further down the line, they got him without knowing that information with Thibodeau on the board at four and Sauce on the board at four. Mm -hmm. Are you happy they went Sauce and not Thibodeau? I
2: was. I I was personally um, because I think if you believe Sauce is what he can be, I'm very big on go get yourself a corner that people don't want to throw to. We saw how impactful that was for the Jets' defense in the early part of the last decade with Darrell Revis, um, if you can get that kind of guy that can shut down on the other side of the field, and I want to, I want to pump the brakes on it too because while Darrell did it at Pitt, you still got to do it at the next level, right? And we'll see, yeah. we'll see what that happens. But if you believe in that guy, I say go get that, and that only, only I say that too, Keith, because if you believed you could have got, you know, better value at other positions later in the draft, which I think they did with Jeremiah Johnson as well too. So if you think that can happen, then I think that pick was fine. It was fine for I'm 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 not even one pick. If you think that was your guy, you targeted him, that was the best for Joe Douglas. I'm fine with that, man. It was cool for me. I I probably, if it was me personally in the hot seat, I probably still would have went with the cornerback too there. I would have done that.
3: This is the first draft, Dexter, that Scouts.com has ever covered that a team drafted three players above a 92. According to them, what that means is nothing, Mm -hmm. right? It's just numbers on a piece of paper. But when you're a Jet fan, like you were just saying, not only did they draft talented players, but they filled needs at the same time, which doesn't always happen in the draft. You know, so it seemed like Joe Douglas really had his head screwed on straight here. The Sam Darnold, Jamal Adams smoke cleared. Jets have six players on their team from that trade. The XM, right. That worked out good. Garrett Wilson's one of those guys. ABT's yep. one of those guys. We'll see how Jamal, I think Jamal will have a bounce. I think he'll play much better this year than he's played the past two seasons, but that seems like another W for the Jets. And Joe Douglas just comes out of this looking like, at least for what he's put on, the, the, on paper before the season starts, coming out looking like he does have a solid vision and knows what he's doing. Before we talked about free agency and all mm. the holes we had, if you look at all the units we had, every single one of them could use an upgrade. And yep. Dex, before we had you on, I was talking to Mike earlier today and I was saying to him that if you go through every unit on the Jets,
2: mm-hmm. taking
3: free agency into account and taking the draft into account, all the different units, even special teams with grabbing Greg Zerline, yep. besides linebacker, probably every single one of them I think has improved this offseason.
2: Yeah, I i I have to agree. I have to agree with that. Now, when I think about it, like every area to improve. And that's that's why I think they could actually be competitive, right? And I think that's no small potatoes there that's something for jets fans to absolutely be excited about yeah. you know i i think when you're rebuilding when you're at that point where you can say hey you know what we can compete <laughs> we we don't have we do not having guys out there that we're looking at saying like oh man those are bumps you know there's always going to be one guys there's gonna be somebody you're gonna be like man i want to get them off the field and that always happens every year every team you root for yeah but i think that the fact that i think they can feel the competitive team that is the um, the first step, you know. I thought getting CJ Uzma in uh, free agency, I thought that was a, that was a good move. Um, also, Tom Thomason, uh yeah. was another good move. I like too in free agency. So I thought they made solid moves. Sometimes it's not about hitting those home runs and blowing everybody away. I think the Jets actually what they said is we. Tar- I'm sure they had guys they targeted, and I've heard this too. This is the guys that targeted. All right, we didn't get that. This is plan B. We're gonna be solid and we're gonna yeah. get people that work into the coaching culture that we're trying to be. I Definitely. think if you're a Jets fan, what you want to see is a consistency in culture. That's been the, the thing with this team, whether that's in terms of drafting, player development, coaching study, front office stability um i think these are the things that you're hoping that they're building but look with a good draft and i think a solid not a spectacular free agency but a solid free agency that's something to build on man i think that's good
3: mike what do you think when it comes to the statement i just made and you look at the squad here and all the different units mike defense offense linebacker aside which i think you you had a rumor of a linebacker they might be bringing in here michael do you see anywhere they didn't improve on the squad mike
4: um yeah they're thinking about bringing kwan alexander that would really be the only unit that they haven't brought anyone in from a uh off-season perspective we're talking draft we're talking um free agency but every other you know position group like you mentioned defensive line we drafted two uh defensive ends we brought in martin we brought in um solomon thomas lawson um, will if, be back You've lawson will be back you look yeah, at that lo- that that defensive line i would say that it is definitely an above average often d- defensive line the other side offensive line the trenches with lincoln tomlinson and then obviously abt coming back connor mcgovern healthy a healthy uh um, and Fant. the offensive line is i believe above average the tight ends are a completely different unit yeah. moving and going into the next uh phase also jeremy rucker you know, adding him in the draft. Do, don't sleep on him. You look at his numbers. If you look at other guys like uh, um, uh, the, the the tight end from the San Francisco 49ers uh, and 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 others, their numbers are very similar. Tight ends aren't really utilized in college colleges as well. So again, wide receiver, we got upgraded. Right, every everywhere you look, the cornerbacks. Um, the Jets overall yeah. have improved. Now, how how much will they be improved next year well we're going to be going through the schedule and me and keith have not yet um talked about this the, the schedule just dropped sammy haven't spoke about it so you so everybody on this show along with you dexter you're going to hear our initial thoughts about how we've improved and how that potentially li- aligns with the nfl going into the 2022 season but to answer your question i think the new york jets have improved sig- significantly and it's gonna also hedge a lot i mean feel it's good depending on how zach wilson does that's how well the new york Jets can do
3: yeah absolutely and i even think if you look at it if you look at it from a qb standpoint we didn't change the room too much but last year we didn't start off with joe flacco in that room he's helpful guy to have there with i think zach wilson and also mike white mike white's a backup quarterback but at least we now we know he's serviceable so you feel a little bit more confident i think even with the qb room going in as opposed to last season. But let's get into it, Michael. 2022 schedule dropped. We're going to play the win-loss-win game. Last year, we both had the Jets at 7-10 and 10 when we did our way-too-early predictions. They didn't even get to 7-10, and 10, unfortunately for us. Let's see how it shakes out this year, guys. 2022 Jets schedule preview. Let's go.
1: Hey,
2: the situation kind uh, of got heavy on me. Welcome
3: back. 2022 schedule preview on its way here. This year... Man, I don't know where Mike's gonna land here. I saw the schedule. I saw how it's front-loaded, Mike. We're playing the AFC North to start the season off. The whole dull division in a row. Which I've never seen that in my entire life. When does that happen? That's just I've never seen this before. Ravens, Browns, Bengals, Steelers, what? What are we doing? Let's just run right through it, Michael. First game of the season at home. Sammy will be the first game. You'll be having season tickets in your seats next to me this year. Ready to rock nice. out. All right, this kid better behave himself. That's all I'm going to say. All right? I know how wild you get. I know you have a lot on the line. You're a head coach. You're a teacher. I'll be watching you, kid. All right? But let's Uh, get to it. We're nothing
1: representing the brand. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly.
3: (laughs) Guys, week one, we got Jets. We got Ravens. Home game for the Jets, Michael. Brand new team. All these new weapons. All these guys on offense we have now. We got Brees Hall. Probably a new attack on offense. Michael, what are you thinking week one?
4: Look, man. Out of the gate, we're getting a W. Okay, I'm going to explain why we're taking a W. Ravens now, Dexter. You're probably being like, "Oh, he's being a fan," but I'm not afraid of that wide receiving core. I'm not afraid of that. I'm not afraid. I'm not not afraid in any way of that wide receiving core. But but Rashad Bateman, Devon Duvernay, and James Portia, or whatever. Really, you know what I'm saying? Like we got we got Lamar. We got to deal with him. Understood. Understood. He's he's a problem, right? That secondary. Marcus Peters, and uh, what was the other dude back there, Uh, Humphrey, that's a a scary unit, right? That secondary is real. Um, Obviously, Clayus Campbell on the defensive line. Um, They're coached really well, but they're going to be heading to MetLife, and um, I think this is a new era. Um, I think the Jets are going to be really pumped up. And to be completely real with you, Dexter, the reason why I think we're going to win this game is because I think the Jets' offensive line is better than this defensive line that the uh, Baltimore Ravens have, and I think we're going to dictate the run game. I think we're going to start running with Brees Hall immediate. We're not going to be throwing all over the field with Zach Wilson. He'll probably have a low amount of pass uh, pass attempts in this game, and I think it's just going to be a ground ground and pound game in Met Life, and they're going to take a W to start the season. I feel it. It's 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 about time. It, it, I just think that's what's going to happen.
3: Lamar Jackson's so scary to me of a player because it just seems like any game he can go out there and just absolutely single handedly dominate you even if they don't have wide receivers, Mike. So I, I know what you're saying. I know on a piece of paper, their wide receivers don't scare you, but it seems like he throws every balls with a tight end anyway.
1: So I, I think we take the L on this one. And I think the reason is, is because I understand what Mike's saying, but I think it takes a little time to settle in. So I think these young dudes with Lamar Jackson's talent level, um, I think he's an elite guy. I think what can he can offer multiple things and he does both things well. And I think he's super underrated in the pocket. And I think he delivers really good footballs um, and what makes him dangerous is he can do it on the run so you either have to commit to one or the other and he puts you in a conflict position always yeah. so that's hard to adjust to because constantly being in a conflict spot being in one in general is terrible being in one every single play yeah. is even worse um, yeah. so I don't I don't I love you Mike I just I don't see it.
3: <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm not going to give a detailed breakdown of why I think we're going to lose. It just doesn't feel like we're going to win this game versus the Ravens. And, uh, we're going to do Mike, we're going to go to me, and then we're going to go to Dexter, see what he agrees with here. Dexter, week one, Jets, Ravens. We got this new team. This months until the season starts. You know, who knows what could happen before then? L- Lamar Jackson could trip over a banana peel, hurt his name. You never know what could happen, right? However, as currently constituted, Jets, Ravens. Win-loss, win-loss, win-loss game. Who do you have winning that game?
2: So, I'm going with the Ravens, but... I do in a in a close ugly game. Okay. Of some of the points, I, like I don't think Mike's rationale to how this game could go is is crazy by any stretch of the imagination. I think it is ugly. I think it would be nice to see if the Jets can go with the ground and pound. I would love to see that, Mike. I think that's the game plan you want. I do not love the Ravens wide receiving core, but for the point Sam made. I can I think Lamar is is elite even more than his drop off. He's he's closer to what we saw before than his drop off last year, right? Yeah. I I still think I'm wondering to see if the next part of his game is that he can take some receivers that we don't think are that good and make them look better, right? Like I'm I'm intrigued to see if he can do that. I think he does lift guys up a little bit. I can see the Ravens winning a close ugly game like 17-14 or something like that. But I could see people coming out of that game being like, you know what, tough loss, but I feel kind of good about what the Jets are doing. I hear you. Um, so I'm going to give a clo- close one, close one to the Ravens. I'm giving them the L in week one. All
3: right, we got week two here, Jets in Cleveland, Michael. Now we don't know the status of Deshaun Watson. We were talking about this before. If Deshaun Watson plays, it's one team. If he doesn't play, it's a different team. Baker Mayfield's not bad. He might still be there. I'm not saying he's a scrub oh, or anything man. like that. But That's he's right he is what he is. Baker Mayfield. He's he's a, he's going to be a backup probably most of his career moving forward. I'm sorry to say that to your Brown fans. Deshaun Watson is a different level than Baker Mayfield. They're not comparable quarterbacks. Um, when it comes to play on the field. If Deshaun Watson to me, I Mike knows, he's one of my I think he's one of the absolute best players in the
0: NFL. 100%.
3: So if he plays in that game.
4: Yeah, it do, it's an L. Say, it's a it's an L, but if he doesn't exactly. play, it's a W and I don't think he's going to play. I think we okay. take a W we start 2-0. Dexter
3: I don't think he's Dexter Dexter there's
4: Dexter there's no way don't tell me that. No, Calvin he's not Ridley playing. Got, he's not don't playing. tell me that. I, he's not playing. I do not, not see him
2: playing. I he's do not a- see him playing, guys. Absolutely I'm gonna. Be, I'm gonna. I'll keep it brief so others can go. I do not see him playing. I think the Jets win this game. Thank you. And I and I think the Jets win this. I think the Jets win this game looking real good. Like he doesn't oh, wow. play. Oh. That's what I'm talking about. He doesn't about. play. Yeah, I'm Dang giving you. all. The, I'm giving all the disrespect to Baker Mayfield here. He no, doesn't play. It. The Jets. The Jets are winning by two touchdowns. Okay. <laughs> Jets are winning by two TDs. In Cleveland, sending the dog pound home to cry. You got a Jets oh, win in week two.
3: I love it. I there like where go. your head's at, and that makes sense. It's all, to me, the whole thing hinges on Deshaun Watson. That's pretty, pretty obvious statement, right, guys? The next week, home game versus a team that we whooped up on last year on Halloween, Cincinnati Bengals. You came into our house, and we took you out. One of our four wins. One of the best days of the year last year, Michael. In my head, if Deshaun Watson's out there, we're 0-2. Coming to, look, coming to this game versus Joe Burrow in a tough spot, Mike. What do you think jets Bengals, the second home game of the season?
4: I'll just be quick with it. It's a no.
3: (laughs) That's it. Mike's not even playing around. I think the Bengals, all they did this offseason in Fraygie was just get offensive linemen. That's what we all said they needed to do. Joe Burrow still got smashed last year, a whole bunch. This team is a complete team. I do think the Jets will be able to put up a good fight because I think the type of team we have this year... Improved defense, we'll probably have a running game. So I think unlike last year where it was games where it's twenty eight nothing for you, blink. This type of team we have is gonna stay in these games. I think we take a close loss though in this one.
2: The L here. Uh the Bengals the Bengals are just too complete. I, I think it's an L. and I do think it's crazy that they're playing the AFC North. To start the season it's like so I, i've never seen that before either it
3: doesn't make no sense Crazy. i've never seen this in my entire life you played the whole division in a row in a row which you, which you never see
2: it's all right so guys
3: Bengals, jets i think everyone has taken a loss let's get to this fourth game here because we didn't get a chance to talk about your boy kenny pickett yet
2: there we go hey,
3: first you be off the board when we chatted about him when we talked to you last time i know you liked him i thought he'd be the first quarterback taken off the board as well malik willis slid which i could not believe Kenny Pickett to this year i think that's a good fit for him I think that makes sense Tomlin Mm -hmm. I think is one of the best coaches in the league so I know even though he's a rookie the way that team is coached the way Mike Tomlin always has that team ready especially on defense they're able to uh, throw the ball over the place normally with Big Ben in there at least Bengals excuse me Steelers Jets Michael in Pittsburgh before we get to Dexter what do you think?
4: Um, Let me just, before I make my pick, Nick, do you think Pickett will be starting by this moment or do you think he'll be still Trubisky? And if it is Trubisky, do you think Trubisky will hold the job for the entire year?
0: Uh, That's, I mean, that's tough to say, Mike. It depends on obviously how they're going to play. He does have weapons there. Um, I don't know. Some people say he wasn't given a fair shake. I think I've seen enough to know what I think Trubisky is. So I think that the kid's going to have every opportunity to be starting by that week um and if he is do i think it's going to make much of a difference against the jets defense that should be really really good this year um i don't think so uh so either way i think the jets take a w there
4: you like do well, interesting I, like I uh actually i'm taking uh i think Trubisky's going to be playing and with Trubisky, i actually have us losing in pittsburgh i think mitchell's a much better quarterback than people he, he's been given credit for and I think that uh, with Tomlin there and the weapons that they've procured over the offseason, that that's not a bad team. It isn't in any way. And and Mitchell is, is one of those elusive uh, quarterbacks. So I can see us going up into Pittsburgh, playing against uh, Trubisky and taking one of those L's that everyone thought we would get a W. But, it, you know, um, I, I just don't like teams like that.
3: See, I don't see that. But I know what you're saying, Michael. And at, by week four, Mitch Trubisky is going to be way more experienced, obviously, than Kenny Pickett would be. But the offense, at least, that they ran all these years, they're going to have to change the offense, obviously, no more Big Ben. But it's predicated on short passing attack, short passing attack, and then a bomb down the field. And I think Kenny Pickett can do all those things better than Mitchell Trubisky. hes I know people like him. He's athletic, but he's not a good pocket passer to me. And I think that's what they're really looking for there in Pittsburgh. So I think he'll be starting by week four. But who knows? Either way, Mike, Trubisky or Pickett, we're taking a W. You know wow. what? Cause we, always, we, always, we always lose to the goddamn Steelers. If we're gonna flip the script, right. the narrative, this narrative of the Earth, of the Jets always getting whooped by the Steelers, why not Why not have it start right now? This is the first win I have for us this season. I don't think we're gonna lose to the whole entire NFC North, AFC North. Oh. That'll be tough. So I'm gonna go ahead and say week four at the Steelers, screw it, W for the New York Jets. What are you thinking, Dexter?
2: Yeah, I don't, uh, the Jets never played good in Pittsburgh. <laughs> they sure. ne- they never played good in Pittsburgh Pittsburgh is good enough I mean I, I think there you could argue either them or the Bengals are the second best team in that division it's the quarterback situation that's up in the air for me with them I see I'm like Mike I see Trubisky starting I see the Steelers bringing along Kenny Pickett slowly letting Trubisky start I actually think that was a good signing for the Steelers I think Steelers are in a good situation to yeah. ease in their young quarterback when they need to now I think Pickett uh, who I watched a lot of pit will make their offense better eventually. Um and they got some pieces. But the Steelers defense is still good. Is. Their issue last year was their offensive line and Big Ben just looked washed. Um, you know, <laughs> so if they have some better if they have some better quarterback play, I think they can still be really good. You know, this is a team they made the playoffs last year and kind of snuck their way and I don't even think that was a that good of a Steeler team. Yeah. True. So um I'm giving this as an L. I think the Jets lose in Pittsburgh. They always do, and maybe I'm being negative. Yeah, and it's, here, not, but, it's
3: not yeah. just in Pittsburgh, uh, Dexter. I just Googled it up. Jets are 6-20 and 20 versus the Steelers all-time in history. So That's like, I'm saying like no matter where we play, we get whooped. It's embedded
4: whooped. in my brain. Like it, I'm 41 years I know. old. I, I, we lose to them all the time.
3: I know, man. I know, I know. Yeah. I know, but yeah. Michael, when I'm looking at the win-loss-win-loss-win game, I mean, one of these we gotta win. Some of these we can't just <laughs> start the off, right? We can't just
2: lose to the AFC North to start the year off. So, so let me just so I'm so I'm clear here, Mike. You're at what? Do you what do you have the record for them? I'm, I'm at two and games? two.
4: You guys are one and three. Sammy, where are three. you at?
2: I have them at
1: two and two after okay. the Steelers. Okay. So we got the okay.
3: Dolphin game coming up after that. Now yeah. That's our can third I? Home game.
4: I I'm can. Like- mo- I can move us real quick with the Dolphin one. I think we're sweeping the Dolphins this year. W's oh, in man. both because the I Dolphins know. to me are about to really sink down. Um, they think that Tyreek Hill is the answer there. Uh, I think too. I I think to a uh, you know obviously you saw in the hype video that he had the his ball fluttering in the air. <laughs> And uh, uh Tyreek having to slow down. Wait, Mike, I mean, can buddy, you, cla- can, is... you
3: cl- can you clarify something for me? Was that actually a hype video? It, it was. Man. It was. Like, what? That was the anti hype I-, I couldn't video. believe it, Who Dexter. I couldn't.
4: Up? Nick, I couldn't believe it.
3: I was I like, saw I, that. I saw, saw that. You saw that, right? Mike, they removed hype, they
0: sucked the hype <laughs> I mean, out. Flood... <laughs> Son, the ball the tip of it kind of like went up and it was just like fluttering. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you, you see Tyreek Ty Ty of his face <laughs> when he had to turn back and catch what? that ball. Yeah. It he looked realized, like a bad oh, throw. You
2: know
0: what? I'm going to miss Mahomes. Yes,
2: he is. Yes, he is. And, yes, and, he is. and Dexter, yes,
4: he is. Dexter, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if you agree. Look, Waddle, I know he's fantastic. This, I yeah. honestly think they got a brand new coach, new system. I don't like the quarterback. I think Tyreek Hill is not going to get leveraged properly. And I just think that team is going to have a very disappointing season. And it's just not going to go right in Miami. That's not being being a hater or nothing. Right. It's just the way I see that team right now. And they're super hyped. That Dolphin fans, they were thinking they were going to get Debo Samuel during free agency. They're like, oh, we're going to be like the the Miami Heat from back
2: in 2011. These fools. It's all good. <laughs> w, son. W, thank you. Yo, i du- uh- I think the Dolphins are having a down year too. I think there's a lot going around that nice. team that's just bad juju. I'm going with a I'm going with a win for the Dolph for, Excuse me, a win for the Jets over the Dolphins.
3: I agree wow. with you, man. And that's I like your reasoning because the way that Flores left there. Yep. <laughs> I and mean, people, people don't talk about this anymore, right? It's just like forgotten about. But how can a coach be that good and you let him walk out the door? And, and I, me and Mike still don't get it. I have no idea how that happened. I don't see them being better now with the worst coach. Offense might be better, but the quarterback's Tua. And we've yet to see Tua do anything besides just dump the ball off. I mean, maybe that's all Tyree Kill needs, but like like Dexter said, he's not Patrick Mahomes. Nope. And there's something to be said, and Dexter mentioned before with Lamar Jackson, some quarterbacks do elevate players. Yeah. We've never seen Tyree Kill without Patrick Mahomes. But we saw Patrick Mahomes without Tyree Kill put the same stats up. I mean, and for fantasy reasons, Mike knows I'm on top of it. I had to be, so I'm not saying he doesn't. would rather have Tyree kill. I get that he's a tremendous player, but I think the quarterback has a lot to do with the success of these guys. So I have a second to win, also, Michael, our second win of the season here. The next week, though, at the Packers. Well, here N-16. we go. And you know, when this season starts off and you run through the QBs, we're gonna play. Mike, just just do me a solid. Let's just say Deshaun Watson plays. Just 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 say he plays, right? We're talking Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, Burrow. Then we have aaron Rodgers, and we have russell wilson and we have to play josh allen twice so i mean that's that's a rough run to start the year, quarterback wise but i don't know going up to going up to green bay it's not a place we win either michael i can't see the jets walking out of green bay with a w i'm sorry
4: um sammy depending on your answer will depend what i do my decision on going to green bay i'm thinking of going to green bay to watch this game new york oh. jets go to lambeau field aaron Rodgers. he's got a rookie wide receiver nothing much else i mean he's got his running backs obviously we know what what he has what that team is and we know how great he is do you see us going up there a, a, the lafleur brothers the little brother versus the big brother do you think do we get a legend w do i have to go to wisconsin and witness
1: this
2: you don't <laughs> I, I don't yeah i don't
1: listen i i the one thing we haven't talked about yet, which we have to mention, is how yoked up Zach Wilson looks right now. Oh, okay. And how much work he's put into himself and his body and his physical ability. That's a huge jump, just physical appearance-wise. Sure. But, no, we we don't go to Green Bay and win, Mike. No way. Yeah, when you say I, listen, Go ahead. I got the Jets at 3-3 three and three by the time we're done with the Packers. We're nice and even. Because we're gonna finish the season on a super high note of W's in a row.
3: Yeah, that's kind of how I have mine shaking out too. So the okay. Packers game, I, it's gonna be hard to it's gonna be hard to me envision a W there just because it's the Packers, it's at Lambeau. But Mike, like you said, um we don't know how that offense is gonna be there, but you know they're gonna have a great running game. You know the offensive line is strong. They have two great running backs. Um, you know, they drafted the rivals right here. Mike, the week after that game, we go ahead and have to play Russell Wilson in Denver.
2: Yeah, okay. that's, a, that's a L. Now
3: we know what just happened with Judy.
2: Another place we don't want. I know! L. That's <laughs> at L.
3: all. And, you know, I know Judy just had some off-the-field issues, but they have a bunch of other decent receivers on that squad. Good running game. We know what Javonta Williams' defense is. Good, Mike. Um, you got an L for that one, too, Mike?
4: Absolutely. Yeah, we lose to Green Bay, and it's an L on Green Bay, and I do think it's an L here in Denver.
1: You think the I same actually thing, think
4: Denver, I actually think Denver. Dexter, I think Denver, if Judy plays, and I think we'll see what happens, but I, they're... A sleeper Super Bowl
2: team to me. Oh wow. You think I mean defense is still solid. It's still solid and it was really good. And last year they played some really grimy games with Bridgewater on the center. So, you know, we'll see what they can do. I'm I'm with I'm with you though, Mike. L at the Packers, L at the Broncos. I just can't see it. It wouldn't, I will say this. I don't think the Jets get smacked in either of those games. See, this is the thing I keep talking about. I think they're actually going to be in these games and competitive. You're gonna, I think we're gonna see some of these losses early in the season where we're like, damn, they're tough. They're showing you something. They're in it, and it's gonna be good learning moments for this team. Yes. So, I, I two that's two L's in a row for me there.
3: And then um, the yeah. next week we got to play the Pats at home, which is. Woo-hoo. I mean, we we haven't had a division win in two years, guys. We've lost every single game versus every single team in our whole division. We're zero twelve. Um, <laughs> I, well, I'm, I'm, I'm well, I'm with well,
2: I'm with Mike. That that'll end with the Dolphins. We, that, they'll take care of business. Today. Yeah, of
3: business and uh, especially versus the Pats, it seems like, regardless of what configuration they have, we're not able to beat them. I don't know what it is. In last year, we had another nightmare game versus them uh, when Mac Jones tearing us up. Michael, what do you think Jets, Pats, Mike, home game, who do you have I'm, taking the W? I'm
4: not even doing it. It's an L. I'm, I'm. You know how like when people they just get beat down and they just get beat down and beat down, beat down, and then it, you just kind of submit and you just won't. You just won't like, it, that's me with the Patriots at in New England, I'm not ever going to pick us to win until we actually do it because it's been a nightmare every time we go there. I remember we played the uh, the Patriots last year and Zach Wilson threw four interceptions. And I'm like, I was more mad in that game than I've ever been in my life because I'm like, no matter what happens, they just have the deepest dagger in my heart, son. Like, and yeah. I just don't want to, like, I, that's the one game I don't even want to watch it. And it's not that they're better than us. It's just that Belichick, I don't know. I think he's super pissed that we went into Gillette and beat him okay, and and went to the AFC Championship all those years ago, and ever since then, we haven't like, ever won
2: against him, so I, I'm L. Keith, yeah, it does, it does Keith, seem
3: like it's our worst-case scenario. Just,
2: I, Keith, I can see it in your eyes, man. I I, I, I think I know what you want to do here, and I might be with you, man. I might be with you. <laughs> I might be with you. I see it in your eyes. I think you're gonna do you, I'm gonna let you go. I feel like I, you're gonna do let it. Me
3: t- Michael, my, let me tell you something. You don't even understand, Dex, how emotionally... Inflicted Mike is with this pat- Patriot team. How they affect him, We talk about it a lot of time. And this team has tortured us as Jet fans for a long time. Okay, I don't know if you know the record that Bill Belichick has without Tom Brady's not great, but um, you know, Mac Jones looks like a serviceable quarterback. But I think Mac Jones was good last year. Pro Bowl alternate, mm-hmm. you know, got to play in the Pro Bowl. But I think his ceiling isn't much better than what we saw last year. I think he can. I think you can game plan for Mac Jones. He's accurate. He's he's consistent. But I think when they come into this first game, Mike. Now, Mike, this is a home game. This isn't away. This isn't in New England, just so you know. Okay, New England is a house of horrors, and it seems like every horrible game we have happens there. But I think we're going to come away with a dub, Mike, in this game. Okay, I think the Patriots, like you said, and like Bart Scott said last week, they they don't have a good roster. Like they don't have a good roster of, of players on their team at all. And I i know they still have Bill Belichick, and I'm not going to... We always joke about the record he has with Brady. I joke around, but I know he's a great court, coach. I'm not saying he's not. I'm not trying to be silly, guys. But this team's draft was garbage central, okay? They took a bunch of reaches that are going to have to hit for there to be home runs, Michael. I think the Jets are going to come in have a great game plan. Close game. Run the ball a ton and beat the New England Patriots. Mike. Oh my goodness.
4: Let's go! Sammy, Sammy's down there flashing the W. Dexter W.
3: You're taking the W. Oh, we're gonna Dope. do it,
2: yo. I'm I, I'm I'm with these guys. Oh, I'm no. with them on this. <laughs> I I think, especially if if the season's going the way we're talking about, I'm just looking at the schedule again, right? Which we said L's uh at the Steelers. They'd win to beat the Dolphins, and then back-to-back losses on the road to the Packers and the Broncos, Yeah, right? So that's losing three out of the last four. Home, 1 o'clock game, MetLife Stadium, crowd pumped up. You know, the Jets are going to be pumped up. I see them getting this. Matt Jones and the Pats underestimating the Jets. I would have liked it better if the Jets probably played the Pats in Foxborough earlier in the season, but they're getting them at home. I think they win this game at home and I and I think it's a pretty solid win. And was you circle this circle that date? What do we got? October yeah, no, 30th. October 30th. Right before Halloween. It's gonna be scary for the Pats. I'm gonna call Mike. Mike, I feel like you're gonna be. <laughs> no, hurting. I'm coming home. If y'all are saying they're taking a W, I'm coming home. I'm coming <laughs> yeah. home. Listen, next listen. you're gonna come to the game with us. I might have to We're do going. that. I might have to do that. I feel like you're gonna be walking out smiling. It's gonna be taking the kids out for trick-or-treating the next day. You're going to be good oh, it's going to be man. good I'm And my kids jets have been fans.
4: asking me to go to jet games they've been asking uncle keith they're like when are we they want to go i think they want to the come game. up and go they're good right. little
3: jet fans they are i want to
0: make a bold prediction here this is the year the jets not only beat the piss out of the patriots both at home and up there in their place this wow. is the year to quote bill burr you start turning this around into a winning tradition against the Patriots. It's over again. Uh, Belichick's on his way out.
2: Wookie
3: drew a line in the sand, everybody. You hear what he said? This is the year, everyone. That was
2: cool. uh, Wookie, I like you, but that was a little too much for me. Too (laughs) (laughs) much. I am not willing to go there. I hope. I'd like to have it for y'all, but, you know. We'll see. Wow. Sammy,
3: you think you agree with us before, before we move on to this Bills game the following week, which is our true nemesis now, you think that first game versus the Pats, looking at the squad they have now, looking at the squad we have now, who the hell knows what's happened by October? But what do you think, Jets W? I think
1: the Jets not only win this game, I think they win both games against the Patriots.
3: Oh, see, you him too? in the book, he, these guys are going in. Wow. These guys are going in. You hear that, New England? We're coming. That's it. We're
2: coming See, Keith, for you. See Keith I, saw, I saw it at Keith. I could see it in your eyes, man. I knew he was going to make this pick. <laughs> yeah. I knew it. I didn't, think Sam, I didn't think Sam and Wookiee were going to take it there, but they took it there. <laughs> and I was like, I hope y'all are right. I'm just not willing to go that far. I, right I'm right definitely, I'm like Christ this. Christ I'm, <laughs> I'm like this. I'm not, I'm to my Mike's head not going. Back, anywhere. Mike's I'm, like, I'm I'm really not going anywhere. Mike's not
1: going anywhere. Zach
3: Wilson is now super Zach Wilson. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh so stop He's He may be beefy, but let's go. He beefed up. He threw yeah, some he LBs stopped. on. I will say that. All right. Um, so, but Hill the Hill people. following week, guys, yeah. we got the Hill people. Um, We're playing. It's a home game versus the Hill people. They just beat <laughs> us. They, they don't just beat us. They whoop us, pretty much, every time we play them, guys. That's the team. I think us and the Pats, as we joke around a lot. Us and the Pats, if you just look at the football teams, forget about the past for a second, comparable teams this year, I think. I don't think the Pats are so far ahead of us anymore. Coaching-wise, yes. But I think roster-wise, we're a comparable roster to them. Um, I think when it comes to the Bills, that's the most well-rounded team, maybe, in the NFL. They got it all. They don't really, maybe a legit lockdown corner to start the year off. They might not have, but I mean, look up and down that roster guys, they're loaded. It's. A, I have a hard time seeing this W. I think we're going to take a loss. Uh,
4: yeah, I agree with you. They got a rookie cornerback there and they also got the, our boy Sh- K- Khalil Shakir um in the later rounds. I thought that was a really good ad from them. Probably will yeah. replace um our boy um, uh, Crowder later on in the season, but I definitely think we will be losing to them. I wish that wasn't the case, um, but unfortunately, and I think Dexter will probably agree, the Bills are a, a definite favorite for a Super Bowl win.
2: Yeah, definitely favorite Super Bowl. Should win the division, I would yeah. say pretty easily. I think uh, I think this is a, this is a loss following that Pat's win. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm I waiting for somebody to say they think we're going to sweep the Bills. I mean, why? No, why? That's, that's just, and Sam, why not? Well, I mean, at this point, why <laughs> not? Nah, I, again, same reason
1: I think we lose to the Ravens. We're too young. I don't know. I think Josh Allen's unfortunately pretty good. So
4: <laughs> we're all three and six. By by the way, we are, we are all three and six so far through nine games. Are you, mm-hmm. me, Keith, Dexter. What about you, Sammy?
1: Five and three, dude. Wow. wow. Okay. All
3: right. We're cool. Oh, Sammy has us. You just have us balling out. I saw you sipping on something, so you might have had a few cocktails already. No, I had that I'm not single sure.
1: <laughs> little spigot amount of cocktails. All right, fair enough. I fair just enough. I have that much confidence in the team because I'm gonna now be there, so they're gonna believe better because I'm there. They know fair that. Enough. So you
3: actually, Sammy does have a tremendous record sure in the stadium. The Titans game last year, I think he was there. Um, Was that the game yet? And we balled out. That was a great game, Sammy, um, last year. I think we take a loss here, guys. Then we have the bye week. Then we have the Pats again. I know what you guys think. You guys think they're taking a second W versus the Pats. I don't think they're going to beat the Pats twice in a year, even though I think we're going to get one win. I think on the road here versus the Pats, Mike, week 11, we're going to take a loss.
2: Yep. I'm there. I agree. That's a loss for me.
3: That's a loss for us. The following week after that, we come in, we play the Bears at home. What is this Bear team going to be? It's hard to say, right guys, because their offense last year, Justin Fields could be tremendous. Love him as a prospect, but they didn't really do a lot on offense last year with him at quarterback. He'll take a jump this year. I'm sure he'll be better. I'm sure the offense will be better, but it's hard to judge what this bear team is going to be. I don't see a lot of talent on this team. This is a winnable game for us at home. I see us taking a W here, Mike.
4: I definitely, this is the first one that I think this is an absolute Like if I had to like put my, my life on any of these, this is the first one. I'm like, we're winning this game. Yes.
3: Oh, I like where your head's. Put his life right on it, guys. Did you I hear mean,
2: that? I, yeah, I probably put my life on the Lions game if I had to choose. Yeah, but, yeah. But then you know maybe not because of the Jets, and they'll probably find a way to like let, let let you down there. Um, this is a win. They better win this game. Let's put it like that. With with the sort of rough stretch they have in the middle of the schedule, this to me is a must win at home versus the Bears. Uh, you got to win it. I think the Jets just have more talent overall, even with both both second year quarterbacks. You got to win this one. So yeah, I, I'm putting them down for a win.
3: Two tough road games coming up after the Bears game. First one is in Minnesota versus the Vikings. We know the Dalvin Cook will be back next year healthy. Kirk Cousins is back. They have Jefferson. They have a solid defense. I think that team was very disappointing last year where people thought they would finish kind of where they ended up. Michael, in Minnesota, in that dome there, I think it's going to be hard for us to get this W. I think it's going to be a tough game, but I see the Jets taking an L here, Mike
4: yeah i agree i think they're gonna lose this game uh anytime you go on the road uh young team in a dome uh against a team like that so uh, dalvin cook is the, one of the best running backs in the, in the nfl um we're gonna have a difficult time dealing with him kirk cousins uh has a offensive coordinator who really has uh predicated that offense to his skill set and obviously we know justin jefferson is one of the best wide receivers in the national football league so I don't see us winning this game either. Very tough schedule here when hit with this and then obviously going to Buffalo the next week.
2: So I'm going to be different from you guys. I like the Jets to win this game. This is December, start of December. This is Kirk Cousins' meltdown part of the season. Oh. I see it happening. His mediocre play continues right here in December. We start December off right. Uh, Jets get a win. Uh, big win back-to-back. Taking care of some of the NFC North Uh Competition. I'm giving the Jets a, a W in Minnesota. You, you know
3: go. that's a good point, Dexter. Because in December, Kirk Cousins always, even in fantasy football, he's always solid, right? They don't have a game where he, yep. just throws, he throws three picks. Yep. And he has 100 yards. Like, what I feel happened? Like, I feel like
2: this could be one. This could be the one. And, and, and <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm going to circle these games because I feel like Mike's going to text me and be like, "Yo, you were right, man. I'm feeling good after you know, feeling good after that Pats game. Feeling good after this Vikings game. So yeah, Vikings." Kirk Cousins meltdown. For, let's give him, let's give him four picks, Keith. Four picks against the Jets. <laughs> let's do that.
3: <laughs> four pickles Oh my goodness!
2: goodness. Six, Sauce, six Sauce Gardner picking off two, including one to the house. There we, that. There, there we go. go. There we
3: go. There we go. I love it, guys. Sammy, what are you thinking when you, when it comes to this Minnesota game? I want to get your thoughts? Jets Vikings December game. Not like Cousins is that reliable in December, like our boy just said. What are you thinking?
1: Uh, I have the Jets winning this game too. I think I think we have a fantastic football team. I think we've improved at every position. We've doubled up at every position, so we've gotten ourselves guys who we thought were the best running backs, the best wide receivers, the best linemen in each draft. So even if one guy fails, we have another guy to fill in. I think there will be a team in sync at this point. I think Zach Wilson's poised to take command of this offense, and I think by the time we get to the Vikings,
3: Dalvin Cook's gonna be hurt. Kirk Cousins is trash. And we're going to take this W-2. Wow. You know what? You talk about a guy who has the half glass full. Not his actual drinking glass, because that's empty. You could tell. I'm talking (laughs) about just in life, this guy right here. Um, He has a a lot of positivity here for the Jets. All right. I like where your head's at, Sammy. The following week, at the Hill People. Another house of horrors, guys. I want to point out something, too, for Jet fans. Mental note this for when you go to a game and one of these morons tries to say to you, oh, we play in New York and your team doesn't. Orchard Park isn't in Buffalo. It's further away from Buffalo than our stadium is from New York, so shut your mouths. That's first of all, okay? Just mental note that, Jet fans. Always follow that one away. Second game versus the Bills here, though. Michael, I'm sorry to say, until we actually beat this team, I can't predict us to beat this team. We just we lose to them every time we play them. I think it's going to be a loss for us. End of the season, Bills looking for probably to win the division. Last four or five games are going to be making that push, playoff push. Hard game for us to get a W on. I think it's a loss, Mike.
4: Yeah, I agree. We lose here. Our record drops to four and nine. And you know, we're we're just again like, Oh my goodness, why, 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 why? So I agree.
3: Now I have a lot of positivity happening after this, but Dexter, when it comes to Buffalo Bills game. At this point of the season, do you think the Jets have a chance to get this W? Nah, absolutely not.
2: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> absolutely not. In fact, this is one of the games I, this could be really bad, in, in my opinion. So mm. I, I, I won't belabor this too long, but I, I'm giving the Jets an L here on the road up in Orchard Park. With those I hear games.
3: you. I hear you. And now these next four games, probably the best stretch of the schedule we have. Guys. Oh, probably the best stretch of the schedule on paper. We know how this works, guys. Some of these teams could shake
2: uh, out. Oh, man. you Can you can, can you see it in Mike's eyes? You know what he's Nick. about to do, right? I know what he's doing. You know right? what he's about Nick. to do. Yeah. Nick. Yeah. He's, he's about to go streaking. This is what right, he's Mike. about to do. Go ahead, Mike. To, end the, the season, the to end the season,
4: we're going to go. We'll be 8-9. Eight, eight and nine. We're going to win four straight games. And this is when New York Jet fans are going to say, we have a quarterback. We have a football team. We are ready and take this into the next era. I got them beating all of these teams. I have them beating Detroit at home. I have them beating Trevor Lawrence on on a national television and whooping them, okay, with their stupid $18 million a year to Christian Kirk bunch of morons, okay? Like, I mean, I can't... Dexter, I can't... Do you understand what the Jacksonville Jaguars did? Like, look at what the Jets did with Zach and how they built... And then the the Jaguars just started throwing money at just all these different people. They drafted Trayvon Walker. Like what the hell are you people doing? Like I I absolutely have them losing to the New York jets and then Seattle with Jamal. And, and and that bunch of idiots up there, yes, they're going to go up there and they're going to whoop the 12th man, um, you know, and then they we go see the fish at the end of the season. And I think this will be, you know, the demumont, the end of the, the the Dolphin fandom, and they'll go into chaos going into the offseason. <laughs> That's my opinion. I'll, I'll
2: just wrap it there. sure so you have them at 8 and 9? 8 and 9. I got them in it at 8 and I 9. I have to say I'm with Mike on this. I think they will close the street the season with four straight. Wow. Like I now. love it. Oh, so he has them at nine and eight. Extra has them eight. at nine and eight. Damn, I have him at nine and eight. Yeah. 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 And he saw, and, and I'll be honest with you guys. I think that's what they could do this year. I can think they could be anywhere between seven and nine wins. Yeah, me depending too. Depending on how things go. And a lot of that is swing games, right? Like, can they beat, can they win that Vikings game? Some of the games we're talking about that are up up in the air. To some Absolutely. other league pick. Can they win maybe one of those Broncos Packers games? Uh, I think two have a winning record. They're going to have to definitely beat the Pats w- at least once. Yeah, And I'm with Mike on them sweeping the Dolphins. You do that, you're going to give yourself a shot at the playoffs. Uh, put it like this. And you guys tell me this as Jets fans. Even if they can win those four straight, what I think you want is meaningful December games, right? Like, if you could play meaningful December games, that to me is a successful season. You was, if, so you start December in January now. Forget about the week in January. You start the with the Vikings. You play some meaningful December games. That's huge, but I think they can win, man. Lions, Jaguars, Seahawks, and Dolphins?
3: Yeah. I mean, they that's not... those games. Yeah, that's not... A, the beginning of the schedule compared to that, you know? Big contrast there. I know what you're saying, Dexter. If they were actually playing in December for games, that meant something. It's been yes. so long since we felt that. You mm-hmm. know, I think the stadium would be rocking. You know how that... Before COVID year, kind of threw things out of whack. But every single year, even when we stink, Jets are number two, number three in attendance. The fans are there. We're right. These guys just got to give us something, guys. And ironically enough, Michael, I picked the Jets to win the last four games of the season. That's oh, my wild.
4: goodness. That's I never wild. Usually, I
3: never usually get this positive. But I think the Lions can get whooped. I, I think the Jaguars, I think they probably had a better free agency, Mike, than you think. Kirk was a horrible signing. They had plenty of other good signs. I think, I think their draft was decent enough. We'll see what happens with Travon Walker. I think the Seahawks are gonna have a big time downswing this year. Oh, yeah, Jamal Adams has been an albatross since they traded for him. I mean, he's yep. that's a dark cloud. I'm not, I don't mean as a person or anything like that. I just mean since they made that trade, if you look at their record, it has not been very good. And they traded away Russell, Russell Wilson because they have no assets anymore. They had to trade away Russell Wilson to get assets back because they signed Jamal Adams, which is amazing. And the Dolphins, the last game of the season, I think it's a good chance. They could win those four games, Michael. get eight wins on the season. I wrote down here seven to nine wins, I think, is realistic for us this year. I agree. Like Dexter said, when you look at the schedule, like right now we're just having fun going through it, right, guys? But every year there's wins out there that you did not see coming. I didn't think right. we are going to beat the Titans. The way we were playing last year, who thought we'd beat the Titans? Right. I mean, they, right. were, they, were, they were rolling. Who thought we'd beat the Bengals? We had, I, I went to that game with my wife, and I was like, babe, it's Halloween, this game will be a lot of fun. This team's rolling. Probably going to be a long day. And then we had the Mike White Day, so you never know. And then there's games we think like the Lions game, other games we might we think we win and we lose them. That's how these always shake out, right? But I think there's a few surprises on here, Mike. Between seven and nine wins, I think is realistic. And I think if they do fall into that slot, I think if they have another year, Mike, with three or four wins, say it's a disaster season. Even with the draft he just had, Joe Douglas is kind of in a tough spot because he hasn't produced any wins. Like it's nice to get these free agents in drafts, but well, How do you look at it when you're like, damn, look how many look how many years he's been here? They're not winning, so they. I think for I Joe th- Douglas' sake, they gotta put some wins up this year.
2: Yeah, I, I would think so. Otherwise, there's gonna be a lot of talk. But if it was me and I was running the team, I'd be a little bit cautious with that. Like if you actually believe that Joe Douglas had a good draft, and let's say let's say the worst happens, Mike and Keith. Let's say the worst happens, and let's. I'm gonna put it over. Let's say he win five games this year. Yeah. I do think that'll be a little bit disappointing for most people within the fan base. I think we'd agree on that, right? Yeah, yeah. But I think it's about how they look. If they're competitive in a lot of those games and you see the emergence of some of the star talent that was drafted, I say, look, you leave Joe Douglas, you leave Salah, the Jets finally have to have some continuity. They haven't done that. If you believe in the players and what they're building, even if it's a one-win improvement, but you see them in a lot of competitive games, maybe they take some tough L's, Although I, I'm I'm being very honest here. I think five wins would be disappointed. I think this it team... At, I said seven to nine to me is very realistic. If they won six, I would still consider it a good year, depending on how they looked in a lot of the, these other games. But I do think they can realistically win seven to nine because I actually like some of the talent they've assembled. But you got to keep the continuity. You can't get overly depressed if it's six, a six-win season or even a 5 one season. As long as you're seeing that development that's they're, they're on the right track and you see them competing in these games. I think they're on the right track. Yeah. I um, you mean. Yeah. So yeah, we'll you want to,
3: you want to see, you know, record matters, but I don't think this is a year people are thinking the jets are going to go win 14 games. Right. right? So right. what Dex are saying is the growth on the field in front of our eyes, us seeing that is more important for the future than seven wins or eight wins. You know, I'm, who cares? One win here and there is it might ma- it might matter for the playoffs, but big picture, I mean, seeing that growth on the field, seeing this great draft translate into success on the field, I mean, that's kind of what we need because we have two good drafts in a row, a great, not a great free agent, that's a good free agent class. I think he was, you know, I think Joe Douglas did a decent job, filled a bunch of holes. Like I said earlier in the show, seems like to me all our position groups are better. So now we got to see it translate on the field. You agree, Mike?
4: It's show me time. And again, like Dexter said, we may not make the playoffs, but mm-hmm. we got to show that this is starting to work. And this is the first time the New York Jets have actually taken time to do a rebuild the right way. If you think back, um, we really would just, uh, you know, try to grab a bunch of free agents. We would turn things over very quickly. We're an impatient fan base. But this time, Woody, the management, they stuck the course and. This honestly guys is the first year that we really need to see something, Um, to see something tangible, to say that's real value that's translated into Ws, into production, into being able to compete. And so when teams see us on the schedule, they're not saying, oh, that's a W. They're saying, damn, we got to play against Brees Hall. Damn, we got to face Garrett Wilson. And I believe this year, we're going to start seeing some of that. Um, And again, it's a lot about how the quarterback plays, but the reason why Keith and I both mocked uh, bryce brees hall to the new york jets in the second round correctly is because we both said we think that it's best to hedge on zach wilson we want to give what's best to zach but if zach isn't really that great you have a beast elite running attack with a great offensive line and guess what dexter back in 2010 sanchez was garbage and we went to two AFC championships game because we had a phenomenal offensive line. Phenomenal and and offensive line. That's what Phenomenal well,
2: offensive line, pound the ball, good defense that year. And having versatile ways to win matters, I think, it's Lee. And I think you, hit a good, you made a good point there, Mike. You want to see the quarterback, Zach Wilson, see how he develops. That, to me, is one of the biggest things you're watching this year, how he develops with some of the pieces Joe Douglas gave him, how some of those young guys work. And you see that. Look, if they're losing close games, and they win six games. And you see Zach Wilson's playing competently. Yeah. He's not turning the ball over. He's not making bad picks. And they're just outclassed in some of these games. I think if you're a... And I know it's hard to find these sometimes among fan bases. If you're a rational Jets fan, you should be like, we're, we're, we're cooking with something. We're going yeah. to be okay. Um, and And, you know, we'll see. But I think this is a very... If you're a Jets fan, like all your listeners are, I think this is a year you should be excited where well, you can just sit back and just enjoy it, man. Enjoy the ride. Like, enjoy the development. Enjoy the process. And I think it could be okay.
3: Yeah, before we get out of here, guys, that was a great job. Thank you, Dexter. Thank you, everybody, for helping us chop it up about this schedule. Hopefully get Jet fans excited about this year. Michael, you know who's somebody who had no problem taking the Ws under pressure time? Me and my family on Family Feud this week. Dexter, oh, yeah. you don't even know this. I was on Family Feud a year ago and aired this week. I didn't get a chance to hype it up before our show because I just totally forgot that I was going to be a national television that's the type of guy I am. Two W's for the fam. Fast Money Round, Michael. Mike, would you say my performance in Fast Money Round is... Wait,
2: did you go first? Did you go first or second? I went first. I went first. How many points did you get in in first? Going first. 180. Yo. He he did. Here's my thing. Can I say something? Because I'm a a family-few guy. I watch it with the family. If the person who does like the yeoman's work when they go in the first and the fast money round, like the next person that comes out there, you got to be looking at them like, man, you cannot mess this up. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, if you mess this up, funny I you don't say know that. if we could talk anymore. Funny I you say that. Your, I don't care if it's your wife. Imagine hey. if your wife and she messes up. I'm I looking know. at her like, yo, we
3: can't talk no more. Dexter, it's so funny you say that because <laughs> now, luckily for me, my cousin Peter will never watch this show or tune into a podcast about football. But the first night we took a W, you know, nice. I mean, and it's pressure packed. I get up there, I get a one thirteen in fast money, respectable.
2: That's no, that's not. Listen, anything, anything over a hundred, you more than did your. Okay, job.
3: thank you. Okay, some yeah. of my answers I yeah. thought should have got more. Whatever it is, my cousin came out, followed me up. Now he has the extra five seconds extra. He popped out with a twenty. Right, he got a twenty-two. He got twenty-two total points nah, in five. Man, he dropped the ball. So the next night, and what I wanted to say was, you know, I think there's probably Reggie Jackson in the World Series, Mark Messier. Game seven, Gordon, <laughs> game six, and then me with the 180 in Family Feud. I mean, Michael, have you seen anyone step up to the plate like that?
2: You killed put it, brother. Put pressure on me? You I mean, killed it. it. 180? Harvey,
3: right in my face. I'm going to send
2: know, it and- to you, Dex. It, it, it's, it, he you I, wa- I, I want to watch it. I, I really want to watch it. And I'm, I want to say, Keith, salute to you, brother, because, <laughs> you know, you went out there and put up a 180, and that's not hard. You don't see that many people do that on Family Feud. So I feel like when you walked back to the family after that, they should have all been... They, oh, man. they got. A, they all should have been paying you respect. You know what I'm saying? You You were the real MVP out there. That's now, all look, I'm saying.
3: Steve Hardby, after the show, Steve Harvey told me exactly what you just said, which I'll always have my eternal respect. I feel like my family wasn't jazzed up enough for me, put, for me putting the family on my back to win yeah. 20 Gs, I felt like I should have got a cut of everyone's purse. <laughs> no big deal, guys, all right? Um, but that was, that was fun. I just wanted to tell, just to remind all the uh, the fans of AEBG, you can go see those clips on Facebook and all over the place, YouTube, Twitter, stuff like that. It was a lot of fun. Done
2: that to me, Mike. I want, I want to see it. I will. One
3: more thing, Dexter. All these conference seminars, yeah. I know you're a big NBA fan. Oh, you're a big Knicks fan. You know our boys. Yeah. Two, just like me. I love my Knicks. We know we have a 2% yeah. chance to get that number one pick. We'll see what happens with that. But... The other team in New York got absolutely spanked in the first round of the happy. playoffs.
2: You sound happy about that, man.
3: I'm I'm not I'm not a Nets fan. I'm, they're not they're not a New York team. I'm a Knicks fan. I can care less about that. Oh Nets. no
2: no. I, I I was saying I say you sound happy that they got spanked. Sounds, oh, I, like oh I
3: was I enjoyed it because of the now look, so I never had any beef with the Nets. You came into New York from New Jersey, it's fine. You're our kind of JV team, even though you have a better roster. But the way Kevin Durant spoke about the Knicks. Yeah. Well, he went to the Nets and said we weren't yeah. cool and yeah. put us down the way he did. It made me, I had no beef with Kevin Durant ever. But it made me be like, oh, that's what you want to say about that. Now I have to root against you for the rest of my life. <laughs> I, I have no problem with Kyrie either. And it, don't get vaccinated. I could care less. But I had to root against that team. What happened to them? Did you, did you expect him to go out like that, I guess I should say, in a four-game sweep to the Celtics? No. No. That was pathetic.
2: I did not I, I did not expect him to go out like that. In fact, I had picked him to win a seven, although oh, I was nervous about God. that pick. Yeah, I did. I picked him to win a seven. That was a lot of people. My colleague Brian Lewis at the Post, he picked him to win a seven. Um, I think a lot of people did. It, what I'll say to that is, and I think why I did that, and I'm putting myself out here on this, I think a lot of people went to the notion of, well, if you got two superstars, the, oh, I don't think Kyrie's superstar, but you got one superstar and another star, they'll figure it out, right? Like, they, they, you'll do it. And I think what we need to learn and look at in sports, and this is all team sports, chemistry matters, right? You, you can amass all this talent, but if you don't have the chemistry, it's not going to matter there. And I think what happened with the Nets, the big problem was, I do think the Kyrie stuff with the vaccine and him not being part of the team, it really had everything unraveled because Harden was pissed off about that is what I've heard from a lot of people. Yep. Uh, people I know were very close to the team. Harden was not happy about that. Then they can't count on him. You just heard Sean Marks' comments yesterday in which he's pretty much like, we need people who are going to show up and work. And he's yeah. right, right? Like he, he's right. And so that's what happened. I think they were disjointed, too, too small on the defensive side. And now I'm looking at team going next year. One, are you going to give Kyrie any money and pay him? I personally wouldn't, but that's just me. What are you getting out of Ben Simmons. Nobody knows. We haven't seen that man play a game in over a year. Yeah. That means anything. So, I, I think they were a mess uh, the whole year. Are they talented enough to turn around? I think they got to tweak some stuff with their roster, but it ain't going to be easy, and they don't have that much flexibility. So, I, I just think I just think they tried
4: to tr- get greatness really quickly, like they did back in the day. And they fell flat on their face and they're going to fall flat on their face again. But speaking of good chemistry, real quick, while we have you, do you think at the end, Obi Toppin, the young Knicks, you see the chemistry building. And if we get a guy like Donovan Mitchell in the offseason, do you think that the New York Knicks Uh can finally take the turn and become a power in the East. I love what I'm seeing from the Knicks. I love RJ Barrett's moxie. I love his defense. I love how he grew into the role. I know the Knicks took a step backwards, but to me, that was necessary because we needed Randall to kind of get out of the way, give it to RJ. Let's go grab Mitchell. I love the young core. What do you think?
2: So I like the young core. I do not think the Knicks situation is as bad as some other people think, Mike. Um, I actually think the stuff you like you said they got out of the young guys at the end of the season i think was really good uh so here's my take that i think is for jet slash nicks fans this is going to disappoint them i do not think they should get donovan mitchell what i do not oh. yes i do not think they should get donovan mitchell here's why hear me out hear me out hear me out here's why look we've heard crazier things on this podcast we had people picking <laughs> the jets to sweep the patriots <laughs> so, oh my God. Okay, so here's, here's,
4: oh here's my,
2: my here's my thing. Here we go. I think I talked about continuity with the Jets, and I think the Knicks need to stick to building the core, building the young guys. Do they have a star? Do they have that dude, Mike? No. Donovan Mitchell, to me though, if you go get him, you're gonna have to give up a lot to get him, right? He's a volume scorer. He does not really make a lot of other guys better. Who does that sound like that we had before? Oh, and I like this guy. And Carmelo. And we gave up the farm, Knicks fans did, to, to, to get him. I think they're better off. I don't think that's the star they go, go after. I think fans are star for a star. I just don't think he's the one. I think you, you I think you wait. You still grow with this team. You let it develop. Like you said, I like how RJ's developing. I do not think Randall's that dude. Randall took a step back last year, but I also never thought he was as good as he was the year before. Mm. I don't think he also was as bad as he was this year. I think he's somewhere in the middle there, and that's fine. It's probably a good number two option on a championship team, probably a number three. RJ, I'm not totally sold on what he is yet. I think it, maybe ceiling He's probably a number two. Maybe he's even better than that. But I like how quickly he played. The key thing is that you brought up, Mike, they got to find a way to play Obi. The Knicks showed they with the young to. dudes they can move. They can play fast. Tibbs has to adjust to that. If he doesn't, I think he's going to get out of here. You got to adjust and play the team speed. The Knicks had something where they could run. We'll see how Cam Reddish is integrated in that uh, next year. Do they bring back Obi Toppin? I like Grimes. He's a player. I think he could, he's a good 3 D player. They got some players. Who knows what they can do in this draft? Maybe they trade up in this draft. That's something I'm clamoring for them to do. I have my eye and there's a couple point guards I think they might be able to get. I think that's their weak spot. Could they trade up? Maybe give up a future pick to go get somebody like a Jaden Ivy. Um, or there's a kid from Australia. He's, his name is mistaken me right now. Dyson Daniels, I believe, uh, who's looking who's looked pretty good to G League Ignite. Maybe they could do something like that. But Okay. I am not for the, Don- I'm not on the Donovan Mitchell train. Wow. I like Spider, but I think he's a volume scorer, and I don't think he really will make the Knicks better. Oh so I say no. Oh okay. See, we got
3: a well-rounded episode of AB. You got your Knicks insider you right here hitting you with the information, guys. The yeah. Nets are out of here. We'll see what happens with the Knicks. Rangers are still alive here, guys. Friday night, we're still fighting. Yo, put right I put it on, I put it
2: on, bro, for the Jersey.
3: <laughs> I saw that. And then Dude, we have the you
2: guys th- Do you guys think they'll take it to seven?
3: Uh, every game in Pittsburgh has been a disaster, but I think that uh, I, it's so hard to say every period of this game has been, every period of each game has been different than the period before it. I've never seen be less momentum carry over in a hockey games than these games where one period, the, the Penguins score four goals. The next period, the Rangers scored three goals. So I can't even pretend to make an accurate prediction. I just know they came out with a lot of fights the other night. They played way more physical the other night. A ton yeah. of, They had a lot of penalties, but that's the way they have to play. They knocked Crosby out of the game. And after that. The Penguins couldn't do anything, so I'm going to predict a Ranger W here.
0: I don't want to go back to Pittsburgh for Game 7. I, I don't. No, well, game,
3: game 6 is in Pittsburgh. Game, game seven 6 is in New Pittsburgh. New York. Yeah, 6 oh, is I'm in sorry. Pittsburgh. That's 7 is right. in New York. Yeah, yeah. That's right. So we would be in a good spot. And, I, and also, guys, we got the Mets, 22 wins. The Yankees, 22 wins. I mean, what is going... Right now, New York, has hey. a lot, we have a lot of stuff going on. All right, guys? guys. Hey, Dexter,
4: who's better, Judge or Alonzo?
3: That's a, good, that's
2: a good question. I might I might need to do a video on this for the New York Post. That is a really good question. Woo! That... I'm biased. Spot, I'm right. biased. cut kind of root for the Mets, <laughs> but I'm gonna probably. Oh, this is tough. I love it. I love I'm it. I'm probably gonna say Judge. I'm, I'm gonna say Judge. Okay. I, knew I like you! I like you for a reason, Deck. You know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna a, save I'm this video. Keep it. Saving, saving this video. Oh, That's okay. It's all right. Hey, we're, but mean,
0: I'm, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say Judge. Right I'm
2: now. gonna say Judge by hair. And the Yankees. It, it sucks they couldn't get to a contract extension with him before the season because they're gonna have to pay that He's off to a great start. He's yeah, okay. killing it. So Okay.
3: Yeah. I, I could respect that. I, I could respect yeah. that. I'm not yeah, going to. That's a whole other debate. No. His contract is saying, we could talk about that for a whole another hour because yeah. um, I don't he think Yankee should have signed him, but hey, that could go on forever too, guys. But what, right. what? this is a tremendous episode we had here. Dexter, if anyone does want to get at you, all right, get at your socials or be involved in your world in any way, shape, or form, how could they do that?
2: Uh, check me out at D. Henry TV on all social media platforms and there you can follow me and check out my work. With the New York Post, uh New York Post Sports, uh, check us out on YouTube. Our YouTube channel, we're growing that a lot. So go hit that subscribe button there, uh, sny YouTube channel as well. Uh so definitely check that out and support and you all know, give me a follow. And uh yeah, and uh for you guys, go Jets man. I'm you know, it ain't easy being green, but I'm I'm hoping things are better uh for the Jets fans and you guys out there, you know what I mean? Cause cause see see the thing about your podcast, Keith and Mike, when you got guys like Sam and Wookiee here. And they're giving you that good energy, where they're telling you that you are gonna go sweep the Pats, <laughs> rile up the fan base, man. It is, it is. I expect crazy energy at MetLife this year. That's why you got to come up, Mike, so I can see you, man, and we could uh, hang out at the game. You I will. To- I'm, th- I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna come for that Patriot. I'm gonna bring the family. Done. That
3: sounds great. Yeah, all right, we'll, Dexter, all right, we gotta do it. You're the man. Thank you so much for joining us. The minor one does want to get at us, the A B G universe. How could they do that?
4: Hey, we're on YouTube. Please like and subscribe. Very much appreciate it. On Facebook, we're at, at uh, aebg.jetsradio. On Twitter, at aebg underscore podcast, And on Instagram, at jet.aebg.
3: You heard the man. On behalf of the biggest Jet fan in the state of Texas, on behalf of the number one tight end in the history of Maris Red Fox football, the big Wookiee, Nick Kronk, on behalf of the greatest high school football coach in the nation at wrestling and football, and on behalf of our boy, Dexter, get at you next week, everybody. Peace out.